the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. In steadfast obedience to God's call upon his life, Pastor Rander continues to challenge us with stimulating questions that we must answer if we are to live a committed, God-filled life. We cannot reach our full potential short of giving God rather than this world our very best. The only way we can maximize our God-given capacity is to walk by faith at all times and in all things. God's word tells us that we must look to the hills for help. Where does our help come from? It comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Thank you for joining us today. As you listen in, you'll want to take notes. So keep pen and paper handy. Bibles, turn with us to, we're going to start where we left off. We're going to take up what we left off last time. Uh, Proverbs uh, 29, chapter 29, verse 18. And then Jeremiah, chapter 29, verse 11. Proverbs 29, 18 says, Where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. Then Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. I am in the series entitled, How to Make the Most of Your New Year. You say, well, the, nears, the year is not new. It is, yeah, it's still new. We're still in the first quarter of the year. And uh, it, it, it's new. And God's up to something with you this year. And, uh, and I want to continue this theme, how to make the most of your new year. And uh, the scripture says in, in Proverbs 29, 18, where there is no vision, the people perish. In other words, where there is no divine revelation. You know, there is a spiritual famine in our land. And the reason there's a spiritual famine in the land is because there's a spiritual famine in the church. Many churches is without the divine revelation of God. They preach little sermonettes, which makes little Christianettes. Uh, they, they do much music and little word. They like having big days and annual days and uh, activities and stuff and traditions without the law of Almighty God. And without the word of God, lives of people will not only perish spiritually, but also physically. And we've been talking about this thing about a vision because God wants us to be visionary people. Say visionary. And I said last time, uh, a vision is an unveiling of God's plan for your life as you seek him through the word of God 
as you seek him through prayer and communion with him. A vision is the unfolding or the unveiling of God's plan for your life as you seek him through the word of God, prayer, and communion. Only those who live holy before the Lord, only those who seek to hear his voice, only those who cry out to God for direction and acknowledge him in everything will be guided by the Lord into his perfect will for your life. God has a will and a plan for your life. It doesn't matter whether you never knew who your mama was or who your daddy was. Matters not your circumstances. It matters not uh, the tough time you had growing up or what little you had. God made you with a purpose and a plan, and he wants to fulfill his plan through you. Isn't that exciting? Jeremiah says, I know the plans I have for you. In other words, God knows you, and he knows what he wants to do with you. Isn't that something? God knows the the strands of hair on your head. He already pre-knows uh, the number of times your heart's going to beat, the number of times your, your eyes are going to blink. He knows the number of times you're going to inhale and exhale. He knows you in ways that you can't even imagine. He said, not only do I know you, but I got a plan for you. And, and sad is the person who's been living 40, 50, 60, and 80 years and still don't know what the plan of God is for their lives. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. You will not know the vision of of God for your life leaning on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. He knows the way you should go. When you get to those crossroads, have you ever had a crossroad in your life? It was a major decision. You were right at a crossroad, and now you say, now, Lord, what do I do? Well, you ought not be doing what people tell you all to do. Amen. You ought not be doing what you think you ought to do. You need to know what the Lord would have you to do when you come to the crossroads of your life. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. In other words, as we engage in fasting and prayer... This week, one of the most wonderful things you can do, you say, oh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, no radio, no television, no, no music, only internet for education, work, and dealing with family and personal business. What am I going to do with the rest of the time? A whole lot. What about being still? What about communicating with your family? Huh? What about seeking God for his purpose in your life in this season of your life. You're too old to not know what God is up to in your life. You ought not be confused about what God would have you do at this point of your life. Life is too short for you to be guessing about what you need to be doing. Yo, this message is so critical until I can't, Talk about how critical it is enough. You need to know what God wants to do with you. And the only way you're going to know is by spending time with the Lord. You see, so this week, sit before the Lord, ask him to give you a vision for your life in preparation for this year. You're neither too young nor too old to have a fresh vision from God 
for your life. And how you say, well, I'm 10, 11, 12, 8. God wants to do something to you, through you, for you. You 70, 80, 85, 90. Listen, God left you here in your 90s to be used of him until you close your eyes in Christ. Caleb at 85 said, give me this mountain. God called Moses at 80. I mean, 80, God commissioned him to go. (laughs) So you're not too old to be used by God. But if your vision is going to become a reality, you're going to have to deal with things that kill your vision. Some of you said, well, you said a little this the last time, but I've added a little bit too. So you're going to have to hear some of what I said and then insert some things I didn't say the last time. There are, there are things that, that will kill your vision. They're called vision killers to the point that you'll live all your life. And when you look back, you have nothing to show for it because it's been eaten up by certain things that kill visions. A, a small mindset is a vision killer. This will surely limit your potential for your life. It is impossible to accomplish great things with God and for God with a small mindset. You think little, you get little. God is much bigger than some people's perspective of him. Now, God is a big God, and you can't make God any bigger than he already is. He's so wide, you can't go around him, so high, you can't go over him, so deep, you can't go under him. He got so much depth, you can't go through him. He's big, but your perspective of God is oftentimes so small, and God wants you to have a big perspective because he is a big God, and you ought to expect him to do big things in your life. Number two, not only a small mindset is a vision killer, but laziness is a vision killer. In other words, you got to get up on time. You got to work hard, be relentless in your pursuit of your vision. Now, God can give you a vision and he can put a calling on your life and, and you'll know exactly what he wants you to do. But your vision don't become a free, uh, come into fruition simply because you don't work hard. You don't put labor in it. You don't work at it. You, uh, if, you're, if you aim at nothing, you will hit it every time. God has a marvelous plan for your life and desires to fulfill it through you. Another vision killer is negativity. Say negativity. It keeps you at ground level. It keeps you uh, wallowing with the turkeys and chickens instead of soaring like the eagles. It, it makes you miserable and makes everybody else around you miserable because you miserable. The worst thing you can do is hang around miserable folk. Negativity is a vision killer because you're always talking about what you can't do instead of what God can do through you. Another vision killer is tradition. Say tradition. Uh, It is to be locked into a certain mode of operation, which hinders one from thinking outside of the box. Having the mindset that we've always done it this way uh, leaves no room for God to do a new thing with you. I mean, you, God may want you to do something that had never been done before. You know, those person that made the automobile or that person that flew the first plane, you know, the Wright brothers and all these other people, the, all these people that, that you know, uh, George Washington, Carver, all these people that created things. And they were visionary. You know, they didn't not do something because nobody else has done it before, so I shouldn't try to do it. God may want you to invent something that haven't been done before. 
You know, when you look at Microsoft and all these things, that stuff wasn't always here. Somebody had vision. Huh? That's right. Man, the guy that created that plane and started flying, he sure had to have a whole lot of vision and then believe that vision to fly. And now we're flying all over the world because somebody could create a machine that can thrust up and take a... Those C-5s still amaze me. They amaze how those things can... They're huge and can take tanks and all these folk and all the equipment and still thrust up and get. And I just look at that thing. I still get amazed to this day how something that heavy with all that armory and all that machine can take off. Go. Somebody invented that. Man. And if God gives man that kind of knowledge, what kind of God is God? Oh, God Almighty. What kind of God is God? If man can do all that, you know God is some kind of God. But, 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 uh, so God wants to do a new thing with you. Stop holding on to old stuff. Isaiah 43, 19 says, Behold, I will do a new thing. How I many I mean, of y'all want to see God do a new thing with you? I didn't quote that scripture the last time. That's a new scripture. I will do a new thing. And some of y'all bringing the same old thing in a brand new year, getting the same old results. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. I'll do things you've not heard of. Wow. E, another vision killer is impatience. Say impatience. Uh, be patient with God uh, uh, as, as God uh, as, uh, begins to unfold to you uh, his plan for your life. Be patient with God. Be patient with yourself. Be patient with others. Never give up on yourself. Refuse to quit. Expect obstacles and hurdles. There will be channel- challenges. Success does not come without sacrifice. Repeat after me. Success. Success. Success does not come without sacrifice. Thank you. You get out what you put in. You reap what you sow. There will be hurdles and challenges. But Jesus said, it, Jesus told us it wouldn't be easy. Even when we look at the life of Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 8 and 9, it says, We are hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed. Paul had many struggles and hardships in his life, but he pressed toward the mark and the high call of God through Christ Jesus. You have to have a sense of tenacity about your mission for Christ, your vision for Christ to the glory of God. F, another another vision killer is addiction. Say addictions. You know, you can't see God do a new thing through you loving sleep. you got to get up. You can television your vision away. You know, those people on television, they're making their money while you broke looking at them. Okay? Uh, you sport your vision away. Uh, you techno- technology your vision away. Alcohol your vision away. You drink so much, all you seeing is, 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 is. 
You know, you just up there seeing stuff that you ought not be seeing. Drugs, uh, pleasure and food. All these things will cause your vision not to become a reality. You don't have time to be on drugs. You need to be alert. Uh, uh, Illegal and legal drugs. You know, prescription drugs can be just as bad when addicted to. So you have to deal with the issue of addictions, whether it's ca- and that's what fasting is press all about. You know, on this sheet here, most a lot of it is addictions, television, excessive email. Some people people put poems and email lists to ten other folk when you get it. Now you mean tell me I don't want your stuff? Sodas, video games, shopping sprees, meats, surfing the internet, uh, 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 addicted to pasta. Bread, caffeine. Some of y'all addicted to tardiness. You late. You addicted. You, it's a sin for you to be on time. You addicted to gossip and selfishness and tobacco and, and secular radio. You addicted to being unfaithful. You addicted to nightclubs and movies. You watch more movies than, than you do reading your Bible. You addicted to being dishonest and all these things. So don't don't let me start calling the list, and then you wondering why we all you got why we have to fast and pray. It's a whole lot of stuff need to come out of us, and it's bad when you're in bad shape and don't even know it. Addictions. Now another vision killer is excuses. Excuses may sound good to you, however, they will gain you no pity from others and will leave you stuck in a rut. Always blaming other folk for what you're not doing or can't do. No, it's your fault. Stop saying some folk keeping you down. And if it wasn't for this or wasn't for your, wasn't for your upbringing or you didn't have a mama or daddy or you were in the projects or you have a physical disability. Listen, Helen Keller and all these folk, Joni, Joni Everson, Tyler and so many folk disabled doing great things for God or did great things for God. You know? So, so, so just because you have a disability, uh, uh, Moses had a disability. God used Moses. He, was, he had a speech problem. And yet God used him to emancipate over two million folk. So, so God uses you. Matter of fact, when I am weak, then he is strong. In my strength, God is glorified. When you think you got them big biceps and you strong and muscle, you can do all that. You're going to look what I did. But but many times it's when you can't have see and got bifocals and can't have hear and can't have move. And then God began to do something extraordinary through you that you can't give nobody the credit but God all by himself. Do I have a witness? <laughs> through all your aches and pains and crippleness and arthritis and high blood pressure, God give you strength like only he could give. Ephesians 6.10 says, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, his strength to the glory of God. Another vision killer is stubbornness. Say stubbornness. That's why some children can't get anywhere. They stubborn. Got to ask mama why, daddy why? Because they said so. If you heard them, obey them the first time so you can be mature. Stop stunning your maturity through obstinance, young folk. If you don't get the message, you get the board. Won't y'all say amen? Get a spanking. The Bible say, the Bible say a whole lot about whippings. 
Now, y'all forget, oh, you said somebody said beat him. Yeah, yeah, it's, it does say that too. But, not, but I'm not an advocate of child abuse. I want to say that now because some things, horrible things are being done in, in the name of discipline. That's just horrible. But healthy, discipline, and God has given children fatty tissue on the backside for a purpose. Won't y'all say amen? That's why it's there. That's why it's there. That tissue is, 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 that's right. Now, I know we got some fatty tissue other areas, but that part is you, is to be used when children don't get the message talk-wise. Some consequences has to be felt. Stubbornness is the inability to listen to godly counsel. The inability to listen to godly counsel. Children, you, if you don't listen to your parents, you're a fool. You're a fool. You say, what? And yet you are a fool. You're, you're God, we just came from Africa, all those little orphan children. A lot of them don't have education. Will you sponsor me, Pastor Draper? Mama Draper, will you sponsor I mean, uh, kids with no, no, no shoes on. Just hundreds. Of, look this way, and just children. Look that way, children. Look, barefoot children. Some classrooms with they wait, they trust in God for furniture, and they stand up in the school, the schoolroom with no desk and writing with the paper in their hands, standing. And our kids can't learn sitting in a seat. You see, we got so much. And the more they get, the worse they act. Stubbornness is the inability to listen to godly counsel. Not just, and some of these kids are stubborn because parents are stubborn too. You're unyielding, strong-willed, headstrong wife, headstrong husband, bullheaded. Stubbornness restricts the work of God in your life and keeps you from reaching your God-given potential. It, it, it does that. You know, you know what you, 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 you heard what you ought to do, but you made up your mind, I'm not doing that. You don't say it, but it's in your spirit. And, I, and that's a vision killer. And you get 80 and still look dry. Nothing to show for it. Then you go in depression and you've been the issue. I, another vision killer, draining relationships. Say it, draining relationships. Cut off people who are a drag on your life. You must surround yourself with the right people who keep you challenged and motivated. There are people who are a drag on your life, and they're dragging you down. They come in your life, mess you up, and when all is said and done, you wiped out. You, you see, draining relationships. Jay, people-pleasing is a vision killer. People-pleasing. Is a vision killer. Your vision cannot become a reality trying to be all things to all people. That's right. That's right. You, 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 you can't make it like that. If you don't get your plan from God and follow it, people will be quick to give you theirs to the detriment of the vision God gave you. Remain focused, stay with God's plan for your life, and press on. There are people, there are a lot of folk coming to my office. Well, we need, we, we like for you to do this and we would like for you to do that. A lot of people, a lot of folk coming by the office want, 
This is good, this is good for Maranatha. That's good for Maranatha. Oh, listen, I can't be on everybody else's plan. Come over here to this function. Come over there. We having this day and over here to that day. We doing this. Listen, if I scatter y'all everywhere, we'll lose our purpose for being a church. We, I, I, I have to say no. Okay, uh, another vision killer is doubt. Say doubt. Unable to believe by faith that God can accomplish his vision through you. That's right. James 1, 6 says, but let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. Philippians 1, 6 says, being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. That work of God through salvation, his plan and purpose for your life, he is able, if you yield to him, to work out the work that he has planted in your heart. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And, and when you begin to focus on these scriptures, doubt begins to wane as your vision begins to increase in your life. Another one, Jay, another vision killer is insecurity. Say insecurity. This is, lack, this, this is a lack of confidence and it's self-doubt. Uh, uh, I can't do this because it's too hard. Uh, 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 or you say insecurely, I, I never done it this way before. Or, or insecurely, you don't even try because what if I fail? Well, <laughs> if, if, I'd rather fail trying than sitting there not doing anything. You know, uh, go. So what you fail? Everybody that has arrived, anyone that has arrived has failed trying to get to where they want to be. That's right. You should have seen some of my messages when I first started preaching. I failed. I didn't just start preaching like this when I first stood up to preach. Somebody had to bow with me. Don't just say, amen. And any preacher that's going to really tell the truth, you know, people just say, oh, he preached a good sermon. You didn't, it wasn't that good. They were just encouraging you. <laughs> they just say, he'll get there after a while. <laughs> you got to start somewhere. Just say amen. You got to start something. You got, and it starts through encouragement. Through encouragement. Scripture tells us that in order to live according to God's plan for our lives, we must be steadfast and immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Know that our labor is not in vain in the Lord. It also tells us that we must forget our past and look toward those things that are ahead. In addition to the gift of a brand new year, God has given us the gifts of keeping the past where it belongs and looking to the present and the future, doing new things in him that shall spring forth. Isn't that good news? If you enjoyed this message and would like to hear more teachings by Pastor Rander, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located in Converse, Texas. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.